0: And we're live.
1: Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 138 of Fans of Power. I'm Joe Amaro, and I'm here with Tyler T-Rex Baker. And uh, T-Rex got herself a, a really good guest today. This is, well, it's uh, somebody that likes testing your knowledge once in a while and poking a little fun, you know, having a little, couple little
0: jabs, Cam bro, you know, no fun intended. Oh yeah, that I'm ready. To, I'm ready to bust his balls over that one tonight. <laughs>
1: So we good. So uh, this is the man that is co-producer of the upcoming The Return of Faker cartoon, and he's, he's doing a lot for us. And uh, well, it's Dushin Mitrovich, so he's always in the chat room with us. He's usually, you know, grimbot in the chat room, but uh, thank you for joining us today, buddy.
2: Thanks for having me.
1: Yeah, because this it's it's gonna be fun, you know. Like I said, talking about the behind the scenes, the work, you know, how it all came to be with the return of Faker and everything. Before we start, I didn't know if Tyler, if you just wanted to do your little introduction with him too, and then uh, and we can start digging and picking and seeing what we can find out.
0: I'm ready to uh, have some uh, filmation uh, duels with you here this evening, but Are you you game for that? You game to have some in-depth filmation discussion once we get uh, the Faker uh, topics underway? You ready to like dig deep into
2: some, uh... Maybe,
0: <laughs> maybe. Oh, I'm, that's not good enough. I, I I need like a for sure a hell yes from you. <laughs> yeah, that means yes. I All think that right, means yes. I, I see. I expected someone who's been busting his butt to put together a brand new formation cartoon. Yet this guy is just like, eh. I mean, am I just like chopped liver? It, is 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 it an American thing? Is it because I'm American? Is that what it is?
2: Mm, maybe
0: a man, of, a man of many words here, people. He, this guy never shuts up. <laughs>
1: that's that's great, yeah, he'll, he'll definitely be able to spit it out when he's typing right now. He's just he's playing uh, it low. He
0: may not be able to at this rate here. I think he's you doing low. I, I, I may have to ask him, like, you know, do you think the episode Dragon's Gift is one of the top three episodes? Yeah, I'll get back. To-
2: oh, oh, it's definitely one of the top
0: episodes. Okay, all right, all right, now we got him going there. There cool. you go, but, uh, well,
1: like I said, we might as well first start off, I mean, why don't you let, uh let everybody know out there, you know, who you are, and kind of like, maybe we'll get you started with this whole, the Return of Faker thing, because it's going to be an amazing cartoon, but I figure you can go ahead and shed a little light of who you are, for those wondering, you know, a little background on you.
2: Well, yeah, I'm pretty much just a fan at first, I mean... I I got the opportunity to help out James uh, with the channel, with the YouTube channel, uh, to to do the to extract the music from the show, and with some other with some other
1: stuff. And what spitball? Because that's the thing that I guess fascinates me is like. How did the whole Return of Faker thing come to be? Because for fans that don't know, I mean, you guys are working on, you know, a a very unique and it's going to be a a full episode, just like the old days. And I know that you're redrawing, like not only redrawing, but drawing new animation completely, you know, you know, frame by frame by frame. And it's like, my God, it's mind boggling compared to the days of filmation when they had hundreds of people just drawn out real quick to make up the episode. It's what is it just basically you and James that are doing this?
2: Me, James, Andrew Kramer, and occasionally Juka, Yuka.
0: Okay.
1: Okay. Yeah. See, that's, that's what. Yeah, that's what I wanted. To know. Oh, first, let me just say, Toki Deathhammer, Determined A Z, Fan One, and Serial Geek are here in the chat room. And Serial, <laughs> he said, he said, first time I've ever heard Jucen's voice. So
0: check that out. Holy hell! See, so you and James haven't really conversed, you know, uh, over, uh, you know, verbally like that.
2: No, only only via chat, oh, via wow. text
0: chat. Very interesting. So we got something that James couldn't even get. Now i feel like I've I've won up James on something, when it comes to He-Man,
1: God, <laughs> yeah. I, I, it's yeah.
0: like, there's just nothing I can't seem to uh, manage to get a hold of. Now well, at least I've got something. I got bragging rights from now on.
1: Exactly. He's always one upping you everywhere, but now you're actually speaking with the person who's working on the Return of Faker, and not even James E. who's working with Doosen. He's not even been able to speak with him, so you're right. That's <laughs> a topper right there. But no, go ahead. Let us know how this, uh, how it all came to be. What spitballing around came to make you think? Let's do a whole cartoon, and you know, for the return of Faker, and what inspired it. You can go ahead.
2: Well, well the channel was in desperate need of a boost for viewership because the popularity was just stagnating. It wasn't getting more views, and we needed something to drive up the viewership. So James came up with the idea of doing an animated short, uh, a battle between human and faker. So it was at, at first, it was just going to be a short uh, animation, five to maybe even 10 minutes. So we did a trailer, teaser trailer. We uploaded that on the channel and it caused a bit of a fuss with uh, with classic media because they went oh, no, no, we can't have that, because you have to Not that it's not official, that it's fan-made, then James... They didn't
1: like that you were creating new content? Is that what you said? They didn't like that you were trying to create new content on the channel? That was the issue? Yeah,
2: yeah, because the rights issues and whatever. I I, I can't remember what what they said exactly, but there was a fuss with them. And at one point, they changed the title of the video on their own without consulting James, and ultimately, James took it down.
1: Which Uh, then led to you guys wanting to do this uh, independently without doing it on that channel then, correct? Yeah, we
2: we just wanted to put something on the channel to make people watch watch the channel more, to 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 have a reason to come back to it.
0: See, I, I wasn't okay. even aware that the, that the, the channel had had gotten to that uh, that state because I, I mean, I frequent that channel on a pretty regular basis because I've rewatched I, James's videos multiple times. I, I assume you you have contribute with those videos too, correct, Jason?
2: Well, yeah. yeah. The problem with the channel is that uh, James was doing all of the promotion. There was no 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 one no well, else. To-
0: I, I wish you guys had said something. Hell, I, I've gone back to that channel. Where we watched those trivia videos, the commentary. Yeah but, the uh, stuff,
2: yeah, but I, I would have uh,
0: definitely uh, biggest, promoted the hell out of it.
2: The biggest help would have been from
0: DreamWorks, and oh, they okay, just so they, didn't oh, care. Okay. Gotcha. Shoot, man, that, that's a shame because that's a fantastic channel. Because I, I used to wonder why new, well, there weren't any new videos being uploaded because yeah, I was really you're... enjoying, every. I mean, from the music stuff to the trivia stuff. I mean, I, I found that stuff to be very fascinating and, and rewatchable that you guys are doing.
2: Yeah, if you watch, if you see the channel nowadays, it's just trash. Mm.
1: It's been a while, I'll be honest. I haven't seen it in a while. I have. I,
2: yeah, when you I, see I, it, it's like it's like uh, it's like it's being run by a spam bot. Hmm. Oh, wait, are we talking about the a
0: YouTube channel? Or are we yeah. talking about another one? The the official channel. Okay, all right. Because I I think I because yeah, I, I did not I was not aware of that. Because it wasn't that long ago, I was just on that YouTube channel.
2: Yeah, and if you look at the more recent titles, you'll notice uh rainbow.
0: Okay, all right, because I, okay, I, ha- I get a lot of recommendations when I'm on YouTube, and I'll be going, and I used to, why are there like rainbows and snowflakes and stuff? Like, what the hell's going on here?
2: Yeah, they're trying to exploit trends. Oh, I, I, like I
0: said, I didn't know what was... I'm, know look, this, I'm um... looking at it right now, and like Heart of a Giant, one of Joe's favorites, has got rainbows all over the episode. Because, you know, that episode is all about gay rights.
2: Somehow.
0: Game plan has got soccer balls because the word... I was wondering... Good grief.
1: I noticed a lot of ads recently on the channel. Did they add more ads? Because I noticed that if there was times when I had to do a commentary and if I, I think I had the channel up, I had to go through all the way through it to go through the ads... Then rewind to the beginning, so when we're doing the live commentary here, you know, on Fans of Power, I wouldn't have that ad keep popping up. But it seemed like there was a lot of ads.
2: Maybe, or am I wrong? I, I don't know because I always use an ad blocker.
0: Yeah, there, oh. there was a lot of ads on those episodes because I would I would do that sometimes when I'm at the computer and would just watch episodes randomly, and um, there would be at least four or five, maybe more, or more ads just for a twenty-two minute episode. So yeah, it's. I I thought thought YouTube
2: was red. Yeah. And the worst part about it is that uh, you'll notice that in episodes, the picture fades out and in uh, they they, uh, they inserted additional commercial blocks for each episode.
1: Oh, okay. I did. Yeah. See, that's when I'm clueless about all that, but well, well, so like you said, you, you first, we're going to do this as a 10 minute, maybe short where it was just a fight with He-Man and Faker. But now that you guys are doing this on your own, it just spurred off until being a full episode. I mean, how did that kind of happen to where you figured, you know what, are we just going to go yeah. with it, let's do a
2: full episode? The more ideas we had, the longer it became. So initially, initially we started out, well, human has to have a reason to be at the Snake Mountain. He can't just pop in and go, hey, Faker, I'm going to kick your ass.
0: <laughs> okay.
2: So, so I, so I came up with the idea. of, Well, maybe he's there to save Tila. Maybe she got captured, and he's there to save her. And James pointed out that people might object it because it's been done before. So he came up with the idea of Orko getting captured.
1: Okay. So we ran with that. Yeah, which is different because you're right. I mean, sometimes the damsel in distress or Tila being captured has, but you know, been done a lot or been done to death. So. Yeah, hey, yeah, so I like that but uh okay I mean I'll get to having Tyler ask questions uh here in a sec too but now when it comes to this animation because you know there's a lot of talk about Maybe animation from the 80s was easy to do, and the stuff that's oh, yeah, now, yeah, you know what I'm getting to. You know what I'm getting to, people said, oh, yeah. The 80s, the 80s, <laughs> Thundercats, the 80s, uh, Masters of the Universe cartoon, oh, ladies, super easy. Oh,
2: it's not cheap,
1: yeah, it's oh, cheap, God. it's quick, it's, it's easy, but the stuff done nowadays, it's super hard. So, why don't you let people know a little behind the scenes of exactly. How much is involved with drawing each picture, doing frame by frame to create the animation? I mean, that's got to be ungodly nuts just to give people examples, but I thought people would like to hear a little bit behind the the scenes on that. It's
2: it's definitely hard, but it's much less. It's much easier than than how it was before. Before it was even crazier. But uh, for this, uh, I had to go through all 130 episodes, the two specials holy crap specials the the christmas special uh shira uh secret of the sword through all of that and brave star and ghostbusters and everything filmation related to
1: see to find the everything that we could use all the footage oh you used other cartoons i didn't know that i was just it was just masters of the universe and princess of power but so you
2: used Brave Star and you said Ghostbusters too? Yeah, we're going to use uh, animation from those uh, f- as basis for new animation
0: for new stock. Now, okay. So now, when you if you when you're using um, animation from these other episodes, are you taking um, like the actual uh, animation style or, or like the like uh just for example like brave star running are you taking that and then drawing he-man in that in that same style of running just as a yeah, pre- pre- precisely that, precisely okay. that okay gotcha wow god man that's a that's a I mean, that's a really big task to go through all those episodes looking for types of running and jumps and and various types of uh, poses because of uh, based on i mean have you used a lot from other sources, or because I mean, based on the footage we've seen, it looks like a lot of it was you know, like when Adam, you know, stops, turns, and walks, and, and you know, just to get a lot of that looks a lot like you know, your traditional. Like, did you guys pull a whole lot from his exterior sources?
2: We will we'll mostly use the, the additional footage for the battle scene. with the fake Oh, card. okay, okay. Or, that makes
0: that, make, that well, makes a lot of sense
2: then. For much of the episode, it will be Shira and he, Shira and him and
0: stock. God, so th- this is really cool because the, the samples that J- James has shown us before, like small black and white samples and even audio footage, I'm picking out episodes, this dialogues from, and this bit. I'm like this. So I can't wait to see what animation you guys have pulled. From other episodes and not to mention the Shirahima stock that you guys use. Cause I, I I'm really fascinated by that stuff. Cause I, I can really appreciate the use of the same footage in a different manner and just gives it brings it new life to this this different story here. So that that's that's really, really cool that you guys are doing that.
2: Yeah, and, and there will be some new animation.
1: Yeah, I was thinking. Cool. Yeah, because isn't there even one piece where you drew? I couldn't remember who Faker was holding, but isn't it an homage to he man holding up Beast Man from that one, like, uh, you know, that one image? I I can't remember who you have holding oh, up yeah, from the, the from the mini comic. Yeah, from and who's he
2: holding? That, that was James's idea.
1: Okay, and that was completely new. What you drew there, right? As an homage to that, that's that's yep. new. Right? Okay, that's what I like, because I figured I was like, well, I know you got a lot of new animation, you know, as well that you're doing. And plus, I mean, you might as well say every bit of it's new because you're redrawing every bit of this, correct? It's not like you're just taking and pulling something from an old episode and then putting in yours. You are redrawing every single piece, correct?
2: Every single piece, every single element. Wow. Uh,
1: Including even the intro, like you're going to redo the intro, correct? Or am I wrong with that?
2: We'll do the intro if there's time. Cool. If we have enough time, we'll do intro, and we'll add some surprises in there.
0: The... Uh, when you say surprises, not to spoil anything, but are we talking like a lizard man appearance or something like that? <laughs>
1: He's, pulling. He's pulling strings there. No, not, no, no. I, I, I'm in just the curious. Intro. Like in, in... Oh, not in the, the intro, intro okay. but
2: there will be some uh, ideas they originally had
0: for the intro. Hmm. Ooh, really? Wow. So it is, it, is this where you guys might need like the Patreon to really come through and help out with stuff like this?
2: Yeah, but Patreon is will be more in ge- for in general for for not just this project. Because we're okay. doing this for free and you know, free stuff doesn't pay the bills. Exactly, okay. yeah.
1: Yeah, because you could say this is right now, it's basically a labor of love. I mean, you guys have been working on this quite a long time, right? And you still got, you know what, maybe about a year into, I mean, a year left to do it or what? I mean, that's a lot of effort that you're putting.
2: Yeah, it, takes, it takes a lot of, a lot of, lot of time. But you know, yeah. filmation was lazy and we're lazy too, so. <laughs> right,
1: because that's what I mean, that's what I think people aren't understanding is, it's it's just you two and like you said
0: and yuko would, would help as well but basically kramer okay andrew kramer, it,
1: okay, so andrew it's, kramer it's,
0: yeah he's a good colorist So,
1: th- all right so there you go so it's basically a four-man crew or you know that's doing this compared to back in the days hundreds of people where they could just pump out those episodes quickly so that's why for some people were saying well why don't they have this done yet it's not like they're a gigantic studio with hundreds of people it's Four people. So it's going to take time. And like you said, you're you're not getting paid for it. It's a labor of love. It's going to be an amazing piece. And to just think about all the effort, not only within the drawing, but for you and everybody else to use your minds to think, which pieces of audio can I find from each episode to make the dialogue? Because you're using the actual original dialogue pieces to have them speaking, but you're being clever about what you choose, correct? Oh, yeah. That's that's all Jim's. James okay. is in charge of the dialogue. Oh, okay. I mean, but I mean, do you guys at least help out, you know, with some clips, or is James really just doing every bit of audio himself?
2: Well, sometimes I make a suggestion, okay. but much, like... much of the much of that work is he, him. Him. Uh, when it comes
1: to audio,
2: I do music track and sound effects track.
1: Okay, are you the one that you could say then is responsible for since? Faker, you know, well, we had faker, you know, but not the faker you guys are doing. But you're taking audio clips of He-Man's voice and then distorting it to sound more robotical, so you have more faker-than type of speaking then, correct? Oh, yeah, that's that was James. Oh, that was James as well. Okay. All right, Tyler, I'll pass it to you if you got something to ask.
0: Um, like with the fight sequences, you know, are we expecting something a little bit more... Um, I mean, a little bit more hands-on, you know, because I know in information. Definitely. You, okay. Okay. Cool. Because I, that's something I was. I, I'm really looking forward to seeing that. It's to actually see Faker and, and He Man duking out physically. I mean, so we can rely on seeing some punches, yep, you know, picking up and things like. Oh man, yep. that, that's that's fantastic. One, one,
1: benefit,
2: the, one benefit we have is that we don't have to deal with uh, the restrictions of television from the '80s.
0: That's fantastic. Now I. Just for anyone curious who might wonder, I I don't expect to see, like, He-Man rip Faker's head off or something like that here, people. But we're talking about just, you know, classic 80s style animation, but just no restrictions. And um, with the music, one of my favorite pieces of music is the He-Man to the Rescue piece of music. Can we hope to hear a sample of that in this episode?
2: Quite possibly. (laughs)
0: kick ass I, I, because that, that plays at the beginning of, of uh the greatest adventures of all introduction and, uh, yeah, and
2: uh, so, so cool that
0: oh god I mean that that is since I was that really resonated with me as a kid and when you guys posted that on the YouTube channel I would just listen to that track over because it, it plays uh, uh, prominently in Evelyn's plot one of the best episodes ever so I just feel yeah. like god I would love to hear that when Faker and he Man confront each other and then duke it out oh man it makes my nipples hard
2: and uh, my my favorite bit of when it was used on the show was in Trouble in Arcadia. You know when the when Human is traveling running through those tunnels and then sm- uses his fists to smash the ground and uh, let the lava pour out. Yes,
0: yes. So cool there. Uh, Say yeah, or kindred spirits in that regard. Man, see, we appreciate small bits of animation and certain shots of He-Man, dude. You should have been on here a long time ago. Yeah,
1: definitely. Yeah, because see, that's the thing when um. You know, you guys have been showing, like, some previews of, obviously, the cartoon, what's coming up. Now, you, okay, Tyler knows me as being the person that doesn't like uh, spoilers and previews. and But I admit, <laughs> for these, I've seen some things. But, you know, I mean, you guys aren't going to, like, show all of it bit by bit before it's officially released, will you? I mean, will you save some for, you know, the final unveiling of the whole cartoon? Because... I, I I would hate for the whole yeah. thing to be spoiled and see it all. You know what I mean?
2: Yeah, we'll only show, we'll only show some scenes,
1: not all. Okay, because what I'm thinking that would be perfect... I mean, and see, this is what's bad, is since I didn't watch all of your little previews already. I watched a couple, but I didn't watch them all. I don't know if... And, and I don't want you to give it away, but... You know, we are talking about things we want to see from Faker. Obviously, we see now we have the Faker, how he looks as the toy, compared to how he was in the cartoon. But we have his colors. But will we have him with the sword? Because I was thinking, hey, there's that one episode, which this is when it comes to you two with your great minds and Joe's horrible mind. But when Skeletor and He-Man were having the sword Curse fight the with, spellstone. There you go, the same swords. I was like, are you going to cleverly try to put... Baker's head on Skeletor's body and redraw that so they can have a sword fight and we can see the orange sword too but I was like if you guys are don't tell me but uh, yeah I can't, I can't even ask that because I don't want to know the answer but that was
0: in my you head you can't just, draw, just drag out that, that, that <laughs> question there and tell the guy I wonder if you're going to do that but don't tell me. what the okay. fuck is that <laughs> I guess you're right um, well I don't know if he can but okay um, well, look we're, they're going <laughs> to fight so I don't think it's pulling too much if a sword happens to show up
2: Okay, uh, it's that. So right now we haven't yet planned out the fight. We have some ideas but nothing is definitive yet. Okay. All right, now that
0: Joe has asked that really bad question that got us nowhere. Can we well, Yeah, you
1: a- know me? I- <laughs> Go ahead. Go
0: ahead. Can we can we expect a use of Faker's tape recorder used by Chance?
2: Maybe maybe There's, in fact a stock mission from Tarzan
0: that can be used for that
2: ah oh, man,
0: see that that's all I to you know don 't have to spoil anything if they if they think about using it, it would just be so cool to have like skeleton rev- take off the harness to hear what, what fakers recorded or, or just I don't know. Just just to see some use of that tape recorder.
1: What about a trap? Picture this. Not that we're trying to rewrite the show, but you know how me and Tyler will start rambling sometimes, but picture a trap. What if he got audio, Faker got audio of, you know, Orco saying, He Man save me or something or whatever and he plays it somewhere as a trap for He Man. Like home. predator, like there,
0: predator there you playing go. like that. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Right. And then when he comes, it's not Orco, it's Faker right there. But Oh geez, sorry about that. We just yeah, we're we're spitball. We're sitting there. We're trying to rewrite well, this whole damn cartoon.
2: Well, I will just say James, write that down.
0: Yeah, okay. yeah, we oh, should don't... have been collaborating with James a long time ago on this. James, you you, you need to get us in on this.
1: Yeah, we would have been trying to add too much stuff though. We would have had Lizard Man. We had a damn meteor's flying oh, in the
0: I, 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 sure, I, 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 I will, will refrain anything. Is like you let me contribute a spot for Lizard Man just for him to show up and say. Going on, Adam, and just and they just strolls right on out of the palace, and then that's it. That that would be my contribution. I won't even take credit in the formation credits. Just just give me my lizard man somewhere in that episode, man. For no
1: apparent reason, you just see lizard man. In yeah, the it
0: doesn't. Ha- in rarest gift of all, he's showing up laying on a rock. You know, serves nothing to the story. Give me something like that, except with traditional lizard man colors and no spectacles.
1: No spectacles, no brown color. Yeah, there you go. Oh,
2: yeah. yes. we're not going to do that. The alternate colors you are going to stick with original stuff. Hell yes!
1: There oh, fantastic! Go. Now, how much longer would you? I mean, uh, it's not giving you know telling you to pinpoint is an exact date, but I mean, how much longer do you think there's probably going to be until this could be officially released? Would you say it's about another year, or is it just just going with the flow, seeing what's happening?
2: Approximately a year, but it's hard to tell what what might happen in life, you know. So, sure. I mean,
0: now, as you guys have been working on this, and James has talked to us and just gave us a pretty good idea of the, the kind of grueling work that you guys put yourselves through. And obviously, both you all have come a long way with this project. And stepping back from it, given what you've done so far and what's left, what are you the most proud of that you've done so far? Like, what, what can you look like? Stop when you're not working on it and just kind of look back and watch this footage or, this, or listen to audio or something. What is it that you feel like, you know what? this is really going to be good like something that's was—is it is it you know drawing faker is it designing the battle sequences what what is it that you can say you're the most proud of so far aside from completing it every every
2: time james sends back the colored cells it looks like actual cells the color everything it's like it's like he took and scanned the cells it's incredible looking when I do this stuff, it's all black and white line art. I send it to James in PSD file format. He sends it, he sends it back to me, colored, and it's just
0: stunning. Because the footage we've seen so far is really damn good. I mean, that, that opening sequence of Skeletor creating Faker, I mean, it. it was this was really, really good. I mean, the the samples you guys have shown. You're right. It's it's crisp. crisp. It pops. It's crisp. Um, Everything. Now, what about like the panning shots and stuff like that? Has that been difficult for you guys? Because I've I've often felt, and you can probably verify this, you and James both, but on the DVD transfers, the panning shot seems to be sped up a lot more, whereas like on the VHS releases, because that's what I know it the best from, the panning shot's a little bit more slower to kind of build up. Uh, you know, a shot of Snake Mountain or something like that. Have, have has like the panning speed been any different for you guys? The, span,
2: the panning speed uh, it depends from scene to scene. You know, gotcha. just like on the original show. Now, the, the thing about the DVDs is that DVDs run at pulse speed. Gotcha. That's why they're a bit faster than or than old VHS tapes and recordings and such and such. Because NTSC runs uh, slower, a bit slower. Okay. Uh, we're, we're animating at uh, at the speed of film, twenty four frames per second. So it's okay. it's in between the NTSC and
0: uh, and PAL. so you just validated something I've often wondered about because I used to think like, am I the only one who sees this? Like this this doesn't feel like it's the same. Uh, Speed when I'm watching those episodes because it kind of catches me off guard when I watch it. So I'm, I'm glad that you you know you notice or know what I'm talking about when I say that. Because I yeah you, I you can know- most,
2: you you can must uh, it's must not noticeable with the pitch of the audio. Okay, you know everything sounds uh, slightly higher pitched in uh, PAL version.
0: Yeah, I've I, I, I've noticed that on a few uh, like on some of the VHS that I I have managed to be able to or been able to have seen the audio i think just sounds so much better on the older transfers as opposed to dvd like there's just something a little bit off not that it's like the voices aren't the same but there's just something i i can't and, and you 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 and james clearly can pinpoint this better than i can at least on a technical aspect as to like what what's yeah. responsible yeah, for it's,
2: that it's weird, how, it's weird how for dvds they didn't simply slow down the footage back to its original ntsc frame frame rate they just uh, kept uh, the pulse speed and uh, made, uh, made made conversion using the interpolate method. That that results with that uh, as results you have the ghost frames, you know.
0: Gotcha. The ghost okay, frame, good. i fill when... up
2: the blanks. Okay,
0: so that makes it, me feel it, so much better.
2: It keeps the same speed, and but the picture is worse. Mm
0: -hmm. (laughs) see and that really just makes you want to because i thought about transferring a lot of my vhs's to dvd because i just like watching that that traditional quality but it also gives me back watching the episode with the the same pan speed that i'm used to um because I, i i wonder if other people watching like joe i mean you got the dvds anybody listen to this if you happen to have well if you if you do have the dvd I mean, I th- there's the Diamond Red Disappearance uh, or the Greatest Adventures of All footage is available, you know, on, on James's channel and somebody else else's uploaded to do a comparison. Like w- watch the span the, the panning shots and just see how drastically different those things are. I just I would just would love for people to notice that and notice that there's a downs or a drop in quality with those DVDs because I I didn't take me long for, for me to really notice that when I got those DVDs.
2: Yeah, and you pretty much in your face.
1: Yeah. Yeah, because
0: that's strange. It's <laughs> something that
1: you wouldn't think, you know, you think, hey, we're moving to DVD, things would be better, or whatever they're taking, it's gonna be great. And then there's these differences. You're like, how's this even possible? How did that happen? So it's always interesting hearing when you explain stuff like that. Which oh before I ask you another question, uh James had something in the chat room, wanted to say to Tyler, said uh, Lizard Man dies in the return of
0: All right. Now now I'm gonna make sure the official human YouTube channel bombs even more now it's gonna have to be high to be a little well, you lizard know what i take back. I'm I'm back. it back just the simple fact that james is going to put lizard man in there and if he somehow managed to fall into a, a the bottomless chasm or something like that you know what i will give him a nice you know nice golf clap for that because you know what if you're going to take time to put him in there and kill him i'm going to be thankful that you put him in there and killed him how no. about
1: that for something silly? Wouldn't even make sense. You're seeing a fight with He-Man and Faker, and in the background, whether it's Snake Mountain or Castle Grayskull, you just see this little image just fall off the top of Snake Mountain or Grayskull just to its death. You don't. What the hell was that? You look closely, you see it's green, you see some blue, and it was Lizard Man just. Or, or just use that, that
0: that that falling shot of Faker from the, the Shaping Staff, like from for the shot from his back, and just animate Lizard Man falling down into this chasm, just you know, <laughs> trying to do your best Lizard Man you know audio that you can find there. I, I would settle for that because ultimately he would bounce off a rock and climb to safety. So James, even James Etoc couldn't kill the man off.
1: He really wants him dead. But uh, no, I guess my next question is – no, excuse me. Now, when the Return of Faker is complete, now fans, are they going to be able to see it, let's say, for – free online or will they hope i mean are you going to sell it because i'd love i'm sure you guys have had plans for doing it in dvd cases vhs i mean is that the main way they're gonna be able to see it is by buying it or are you gonna have uploaded or will they have to pay to see it uploaded because you guys gotta make you gotta make money for this and i no doubt joe's gonna find a way of scraping money to buy whether you do yes that's what you do a dvd i don't care i'll buy them both but i mean how is that gonna go about
2: when, when, well, when it comes to money, that's uh, what uh,
0: Patreon will be for. Uh, as for the episodes, that will be free on YouTube. I, I would personally, if, if you and James did this, because James has mentioned about doing like VHS throwback covers, like the old RCA and Magic Window VHS boxes. I would gladly buy a actual DVD copy with a DVD case that has the Magic Window or the RCA uh, uh, VHS with a red border. The black and the and black in there, and then you've got like the exploding red rock and an image that you guys create that's reminiscent of the VHS. I would for like through Patreon, I would gladly pay a fee to get like an actual like hard copy of it with VHS cover and everything like that because I think that would be something that I think a lot of fans, you know, I think would especially with the Super Seven VHS that they did a while back. Uh, regardless of the quality there, um, I think Gosh. God, I would love to buy that from you guys.
2: Yeah, we might do that. Some something like that. We might.
0: It's an option. I'm just not saying it's a must, but I, I think that would be a fun thing that you guys could offer on Patreon. Hopefully, James. Oh is. Hell yeah!
1: There's so many. There's a lot of time for that. Yeah. There is. I mean, there's there's a lot of great options. I mean, even beyond that, it's you remember the big. Laser discs that they had with the slip case. Yes. We obviously know we can't get giant ones, but how cool would that little shit be if you had a mini version of like a laser disc with that kind of like, you know, art style? Because remember, it, it was Filmation, but it had slightly a different way they drew it. You know you know what I mean? How it was like, yeah. A
2: different uh, way you know, there are those, uh, but, but, but there are those other, other format also was. Betamax. No, no, no. CAD. Was it CAD? CAD,
0: I think. I'm not sure. C-A-D. What yeah, that? I'll be
2: honest, I, it's also, gotta... size of laser disc.
0: But oh, uh, okay. oh, oh, wait, wait, wait. I think I've got. Wait, hang on a sec.
1: You might have one right here, live. Yeah, because I know there's laser disc and another. I like there was one that was like a slipcase, another was in a hard plastic. Yeah, you, you insert it in player with the package. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And that's exactly a... that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I know what you mean. But yeah, I think that was.
0: Would... Is this what you guys yeah, are those... talking about? Yeah,
1: yep. I think that's it.
0: Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I right when you said to it, you're right Titans.
1: There you go, the whole big damn thing you put in. But no, I think it would be so cool because I love I have a couple of those laser discs and I just love the design and the art on it and how it just looks. But if there's miniaturized versions, you know, like you said, as an alternative to a bigger D V D case or something that looks like the Magic Window ones, but a little mini laser disc case. Because it would fit it perfectly, just like the laser just did. Yeah, you guys got so many options. Like you said, whether whatever you do with Patreon, I'm sure that fans would definitely be wanting to buy this stuff. I mean, myself, I've always been one that I love physical copies. As cool as it is to see it online, there's just something special about having that copy and putting it in at your leisure, and plus displaying that beautiful piece, you know, in yeah. your collection. But plus, like I said, anything to support you guys because. All this what you're putting into it, I mean, definitely, like you said, I mean, you should be getting something back from it. You know, you're doing this all as a gigantic labor of love that you've been doing. How it's been? What about two years? You've already been working on it or a little longer? It's it's been a while, correct? Yeah, it's, it's been like like two years. I think. Yeah, and seeing and you got another year, so that's that's a lot that some people got to put into their heads and think about. It's like these guys are doing a lot of stuff of it. You know, I mean, a lot of stuff. It's taking yeah, you, a
2: even with... Even with the benefits of digital technology, it takes a long time.
0: Now, yeah. now Deuce, as, you, as you guys are working on this, and we asked James before about this, are you getting? I mean, obviously, this takes a very long time, and I still think it would be fun that if you guys did like a series of short videos, kind of like what you originally intended, and not put yourself through the the the, the stress and and long labors of. Uh, A full episode, but I still think it'd be fun if you guys did like a bunch of little mini episodes. You know, kind of elaborating on, you know, uh, more cyclone or more too bad or something like that. Something that uh, uh, just just seeing like what else you guys can come up with. Like, are are you are you thinking of other ideas as you guys are looking at animation? We're
2: we're constantly exploring other ideas for such. I mean, uh, and if if Pantheon does really, really, really well, uh, I I'd like to do the the animated ver- the I'd like to do Selection Wars, the unmade episode of Oh Shield. God!
0: Oh hell yes! God, because man, you know, that'd be awesome.
2: Because you know that episode was designed to use the, as much uh, stock footage as possible, so it's all there on the
0: show. Everything that needs to be used. Have you? I'm assuming James has. Have you? Have you seen the the script for the Salaxian Wars?
2: I'm I'm not sure if there's a script, but there's a storyboard.
0: There, there. Okay, there, because I, I know James has posted like a, a shot or two of the storyboard. So I didn't know if you guys had seen an actual script or anything, or the or full series of storyboards or anything like that. God, that'd be so cool.
2: Yeah, but if, if there's no script, then James can fill in the blank.
0: Wow. Now now that's something. God, I hope I, I hope this is a success because the Salaxian Wars, that's gotta be you know, that along with the opening to House of Chikody Part One. There is <laughs> yeah, we've, that. Yeah. Yeah, which we told James before. So one of those two, God, the Salaxian Wars. Yeah, that would be worth the three years. Oh my God.
1: Most that, definitely. No, that that is what would I mean that would be fantastic along with any other things you guys could do. Like you so, said, as long as there's good support for the Patreon page. And then it can obviously, like you said, maybe get things going where you're doing a lot more things. But, well, I, I was going to say, before, you know, I know that you, you know, you got a time till about nine o'clock. We definitely won't hold you too long. But before we ask you a few more questions, there was a there was a fan question me and Tyler got. And I thought, you know what, if there's anybody that I think would be part of this question and to give his thoughts, I was like, it had to be you. I thought it'd be fun to get your thought of it. He said he brought up a question. He's and this is from uh, Kyle Kendall. He said he bought the mini comic collection yesterday, and he just read the first four stories. And he says he still has the He-Man and the Power Sword, and he says so he's familiar with the story and the original canon a bit. He said, but for all those first four comics, he says they talk at length about the power in He-Man's armor on multiple occasions, like how he changed outfits from his force field or the super strength one. So he was, and he said, but he doesn't remember that being mentioned in many other stories. Like I told him, I said, okay, well, Evelyn's plot and Filmation, they kind of explored that to some degree where, you know, the Korodite, you hear about He-Man saying, you know, his vest was, you know, forged from the sorceress or made by the sorceress with Korodite, which adds to his power. And so I guess... I don't know, is that obviously an homage to the original stories? Was that ever mentioned officially? You know, because we never really did hear much more about that. First, I want to ask you about that, and then your thoughts on the whole Power Vest in general.
2: Well, well, we know for sure that Filmation has paid attention to those mini-comics and the, the latter DC stuff. Because when it, when it comes to latter DC stuff, the monthly comics, Filmation adopted much of that stuff for the show. The Marlene origin, the royal family, Prince Adam, Cringer—they were very, very faithful to what DC has done. You know.
1: So what? I mean, I was because I guess my question is, and it'll be for Tyler too, but uh, you know, the whole thought of that—did you? Um, was it kind of in a way? I see, because I can't remember how you experienced it for the first time, which you know, way you thought. But I mean, did you wish they would explore more about this? Power harness, force field harness in the cartoon, or do you think it's something that hey, I guess they yeah. kind of used and it went
2: away or whatever? Oh yeah, I, I definitely wish to, that they explored more about human humans' powers, the history of Greyscale. You, you know that uh, cutaway of Greyscale in the in James's guide. Okay, ahead, say that one more time, bud. You know that uh, cutaway of uh, Castle Greyscale. Uh, yeah. Cut away in the drawing of the interior. Of is, how that the interior yeah.
1: that, is that the one that you said is inspired by the cave of power, which went away? Also, is I think, or am I thinking of something different when you're talking about that cutaway?
2: No, no. At, at the end of the book, oh, the big okay. drawing of uh, Castle Grayskull and uh, what rooms are in there. Yeah. At the side of it, there's a really cool origin story of the castle that would have been excellent to see animated.
1: What was I mean? What was that all about? The origin of the castle. I mean, did you say that's something they did mention, but we never got to see? Is that what you just said? I just want to make sure I heard that right.
2: No, I said uh, that it would have been wonderful if they had done that in animation. Oh,
1: if they did, yeah, it would have been cool because I think that's something else that. Um, Well, not that part in general, but I remember when I... I think when Tom and I were talking about the Cable Power one time, you know, from, you know, the comics first compared to the cartoon, and I thought you said that something in Castle Grayskull looked like it could have been an homage to that Cable Power, like they kind of took a little bit of idea from that, because that's another thing that just went away was the Cable Power, you know? what? uh,
2: Well, they pretty much combined... uh pretty much combined the the Cave of Power with uh, the Castle Grayskull from the mini-comics, from the early mini-comics. Because when you look at the interior of Castle Grayskull, it looks like
1: a cave. Okay. Okay. Yeah, because I I thought it was interesting, because you're right. That's how, in case a lot of fans didn't know that's how Adam would transform into He-Man before the filmation cartoon happened. We've seen him just go into the cave of power and just transform. I mean, he didn't even say nothing, did he? Didn't he just walk in and that was it or what?
2: Yeah, he walks into the cave, the sorceress greets him and turns him into He-Man.
1: Yeah, so another lost thing. But yeah, yeah, he was asking, like I said, Kyle Kendall was asking just about that whole thing because we, you're right, in the cartoon, we only got that one time when he mentioned about the, the vest being forged by the sorceress from Korodite, but nothing about force field ones or anything. Cause that was in the mini comics, the original ones, it was kind of confusing at times. Cause sometimes you'd see he had his vest taken off, but in another panel it's on and then it's off. And I just didn't know if it was just drawn in a sporadic order or what happened or what you ever even thought of it. But I know Tyler and I kind of looked at it at times and said, wait, he had his vest off there, but now it's on, but then it's off again. It's like, I didn't know what was going on. Sometimes it made the comics seem a little confusing in the first four mini comics at times.
2: Yeah, as 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 epic and awesome as mini comics uh, may be, they were pretty crude. It, they yeah, were. I,
0: think I, I, don't, are... I don't I don't look at those as a major source of canon. I really don't. I never have because I not not because I didn't grow up with those. I got my first one of those first four. I think when I was in tenth or eleventh grade at a, at a flea market. And I, I, I appreciate the stories, but I felt like that's where, I mean, obviously the, the line constantly was evolving, you know, all the time in various canons and stuff like that that we got throughout the 80s. But I kind of felt like that that's just where they were thinking. I'm glad they forgot a lot of that stuff. Like, it was just axed immediately. Like, I, we don't need to overcomplicate He-Man's powers. We just know they come from Grayskull, and that's it. I'm with Deuce and I would love to know. A backstory that's not related to just a giant, large, slightly bigger version of He-Man. You know, I like to think of it as not just using hero, but a, a you know a fortress of mystery and power, just like the, the the box says. You know, giving force fields and all this other stuff that just overcomplicates the character. You know, we don't need all this. It just it just becomes like you you got entirely too much stuff on He-Man. You know, just the sword, yeah, and yeah, like. The
2: like uh, 2000X human with the snake armor and all that.
0: Yeah, you, when, you, when you got all these other variations, like, dude, this is too much. You're, you're overcomplicating in here. We know with 2000X it was to sell toys, but you know what? In this, it would have been cool to see the variants that we got, but I'm glad we really didn't go down that road and try to, to shoehorn in the battle armor and the flying fist armor and the thunder punch armor just to overcomplicate the story just to sell the toy like i i'm glad it all got it would look great i'm in hell that's something james deduce probably do is do an episode you know in, incorporating that armor i think that'd be fun just to you know see like a 10 minute spot on, on him and getting that but it's not necessary and i i think the slight nod using the cordite saying hey it just enhances my power the harness that it or that's what adds the sources added that to enhance his power on the harness and that's it a slight enhancement, and that's everything else comes from the power sword. And I, I just felt like, you know what, we it just doesn't need to be complicated. That's when that's when it stops being fun for me. Yeah, absolutely.
1: Yeah, because the uh, like you said in the first four mini comics, I think more people when they always want to uh, say that's their canon for masters. I think they're maybe going more by mental pictures of wow, the art was good, but when it came to the stories, it's pretty much been agreed that the more people have been reading those first four comics they've even said what's going on but then we know that yes they were still wondering what the hell to do you know in the beginning anyway so those comics came out quick it's kind of strange it's like what's happening but and and that's forgivable
0: and I I can I never look down upon anything we've gotten with He-Man in the 80s because of that very thing I just don't you know I I look more towards when Mark Texera came on and those story, and the of those stories, that's when I felt like it was a little bit more concrete. And then, of course, when Larry Houston comes on and gives us the best run of mini comics, the stories were were some of the best. Period. It really finds it and keeps it simple with he- with Adam turning into He Man at wherever he's at, and not having to run to the whole cave of power. That I was just that. That becomes a, a plot. That would that have been hard. Can yeah, you picture you, that every time James and, and trying to come up with the story. That tries, we got to get Adam to run all the way across the other side of Eternia to get to the cave, and then run to get his ass back to Snake Mountain, dude. It would just be yeah, like thing. This, I this, this.
2: oh, yeah. He runs to the Cave of Power, and 20, 24 hours later, he comes back. Everyone's dead. <laughs>
1: yeah,
0: yeah it, it just it makes no sense. I mean, it, I'm sure like it would have been a cool toy, kind of like the Fright Zone, you know, a small little place that go to the Cave of Power, and you have like a, a knob that turns, and you got Adam becoming He Man. I, I don't know, like the, with the old. Uh, uh, Wayne Manor plays that from Batman Returns or something like that, but I'm, I'm glad that that was something that got axed like with Filmation 2, they got rid of the whole astronauts coming along with Marlena with Biff, Beastman, T.E. Scope, and Evelyn Powers, that was just nonsense, it was crap and I, I'm glad they said you know what, we're not doing that, that's just too, it's too much, it, it it takes away the significance of Marlena being a lone astronaut who got lost, crashes on Eternia and becomes the mother of the the, the protector of Eternia and then giving He-Man force field powers and this and that next i mean it's 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 it just becomes overbearing with too much stuff when you're the character doesn't need to be that complicated
2: yeah and it also devalues evelyn and beastman and try it does
0: it it really does like I, I i wouldn't want to know that beastman was a an actual human being and then somehow laying on eternity that's like the fantastic four that's all i think of is the fantastic four like the everybody except marlene got hit with cosmic rays they land on Eternia, Beastman is rowing orange fur and fangs. Triclops uh, goes blind and or I don't know. They, just... they, were,
2: they landed on Infinitia. The... Oh,
0: uh, that's no. right. I forgot they landed on Infinity. God, yeah. That's it's been it's been so long since I've read <laughs> that Bible. God, I forgot all about that.
1: There you go. Yeah, I guess that does explain it. But uh no, did you have um Dushin, did you want to uh Tell anybody, I mean, tell everybody, like any places to check, to go to, like any recommendations of websites, you know, to keep up to date on, you know, the return of Faker, the possible, you know, Patreon page, anything before we obviously we'll be wrapping this up here in a couple minutes, and after that, of course, if Tyler has any yeah. closing questions.
2: Yeah the the ancient library of Grayskull uh, on Facebook. Okay. Ancient library that. of Grayskull. Ancient library of Grayskull. That's a group uh, where I and a few others supposed uh, we, we try to make an archive of uh, official material from behind the scenes to advertisements and everything, everything that was officially made in the in the 80s. Well, I'm looking okay. at it right
0: now, and I just uh, put in a request to join that group, bud.
1: Deny it. Just deny it right now. Say he's not in. Say it's Don't it. get the hell out of here. He's like you're it's also
0: for- concept art. Concept art, too. I look forward to yeah, that. Yeah, that is a good page. I, I do love that
1: page. And now, is there going to be a Patreon page, or do you have one set up now, or is that just something to look forward to in the future, possibly?
2: There's going to be soon.
1: So, James is
2: uh, working, on, working on that.
1: Okay. All right. And, uh, well, I was going to quickly give a shout-out to another good group. It's a new one that popped up. It's called Masters of Motu. And that's a Facebook group. Cool. It's it's a one that popped up maybe about a few weeks ago, but it's a great new group. I just want to give a shout out to that one as well. And the only reason I said Motu out loud is that's what it's called on uh, Facebook. Because everybody knows I do not like saying Motu out loud. That's something I don't do. It's an abbreviation. But for a group, I'll do a group. But uh, Tyler, before uh, we wrap this up, is there anything you wanted to say to uh, Dushin?
0: Yeah, Dusan, I always appreciate your, uh, your fun facts and findings about the various cartoons that we've talked about and things like that and uh spur of the moment question let me hear your top three uh he-man episodes
2: well let's you know um
0: the curse of the spellstone she didn't an episode. it's an underrated one
2: she demon of hell and- yes and trouble in arcadia because uh, those are those are those are one of the few episodes that aired over here we only got uh, like uh, 13 episodes really for some, yeah for some reason i don't know why only 13 episodes uh, 13 episodes aired here and those were among those it was pretty good choice of the episodes that 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 they made
0: did you get any of season 2 or only on uh, the Okay, Only in VHS gotcha.
2: and later on TV, some episodes. Okay. And among those episodes was the greatest adventure on the the greatest show on Eternia.
0: Oh God! <laughs> man. I
1: like that. He's so we, we have to do a
0: live. Oh, because well, I thought <laughs> it's like we got the greatest adventure probably. Like, oh, that's wonderful. No, I was like, no, 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 we got the greatest show on Eternia. Like Jesus Christ! Good <laughs> grief, man! <laughs> But well, no, no, I no. Mean, I mean, it's it's really, that's an episode I never hear anybody talk about. So, I, uh, kudos to you for selecting an episode two. All three of those episodes. I mean, She Didn't Been is famous, is very famous because of Strong Arm, especially. But, yeah, uh, for and Kirsten, he's very atmospheric. Oh, oh very, very. I, and I was, uh, I was uh, very ashamed of James to say, uh, to hear that he didn't like that episode or wasn't fond of Strong Arm as a kid. I, I definitely uh, wouldn't have uh, wanted to be his buddy in elementary school had I known that. Because that's 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 just such a crime. But uh, Curse of the Spellstone, that's an episode I would love to discuss with you in great length. that that's another episode that I, I thought was okay as a kid. Um, I didn't, you know, do backflips, so it was just kinda like a filler episode for me. But as an adult, I appreciate a whole hell of a lot more. There's some good stuff like from the fire people, the creeping horak, all that stuff, man. It's just got some there's just some great sequences in that episode.
2: Yeah, action action packed, and it's a little bit dark too, because dark. The, the creeping
0: horror yeah. suffocates people. Yeah, because I, as you know, as a kid, I, I just was kind of like dismissive of it. But as adult, oh, man, this is like the blob. It's a black blob that just, to, especially if we're to say, oh, we use it to to kill criminals, to execute yeah. criminals. Like, God, man, that's pretty. That's, that's pretty hardcore for a children's cartoon, which makes it a ballsy episode. Yeah, and it, that's awesome. It, it must have pissed off a lot of those parent groups. And, you know, I would love to know something, too. Like, what the Creeping Horak does, like, it just spreads and spreads because it spreads all over the palace. When you, like, back then, when they would use to execute prisoners, how did you, how would they contain the Creeping Horak? Because it sounds like once you unleash it, it just goes out of control. Like, how would you get that under control? Like, that's, that's, that, that in itself is a fascinating story. I would love to hear about.
2: Well, maybe they use flame trovers to burn it.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, because yeah, 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 uh, cause it doesn't respond too well to fire, but I guess if it gets too out of control, you really can't uh, do much to it, because Tila tries that. I guess yeah. I um, always
1: wonder if
2: so Mark uses like a candle.
0: Yeah, it's, it's like a small torch. Yeah, n- nothing that way, because by that point, it's spread to good, most of the palace there. <laughs> I wonder if uh, uh, Mark... Uh, the the the, the uh, author or writer of that episode, Mark Mark uh, oh God, I, I I can I could see if I saw his name I would recognize it, but he wrote that one and uh, ran to the monster, and I think one one other episode I think, but I would love to to talk to him about the uh, origins of the creeping horror. Hell, we might even have to look him up.
1: Might have yeah, to do I it. I, I think either. the one thing I'd like to know more about would be: Do you remember that? prehistoric giant that had a he-man's power sword that was whittling like on wood and stuff i'd love to know more about that character because he, he looked familiar like he almost looked like somebody else and stuff i couldn't remember but do you know anything about what i'm talking about or no yeah
2: you, you see he was actually a secret agent sent from Trolla to protect prince adam and he he t- turns out that he was the grandfather of specter was that now, it? the greatest character in the universe
1: Oh, uh, you know, I can honestly say that is, <laughs> I can't even believe you brought that up. That is one character. I don't know if I've ever uttered his name on this podcast or wanted to, because I've never wanted to say that character. I hate that character. That was Sir Lazer Tyler, have we ever, ever spoken and said, oh, uh, the mighty specter? Have we ever said that?
0: No. And our Clayton record is just now shattered. <laughs>
1: It's just there We had a 138 God. run, 138 episodes. I just don't like that character in Sir Laser Lot. Oh, thank you for that. Thanks,
0: bud, that you uh just crushed the record. So, right there. so we've, got, we've got gotten something that that James has never gotten. Talked to Deucan verbally for the first time, and Deucan has also shattered our specter-free record. This podcast has gone at, what, 135? 100, 138. 138 episodes straight with no mention of that. And it, it's just gone because Joe decided to antagonize the subject. Son of a gun, you, know. thanks. Oh, thank God, dude. man. I, I, I really ne- never thought we would ever, you know, because we try, because well, I, I just don't want to get in a, I, I always feel like I, I vent so much about King Grayskull, so to go off on the Spectre, I'm like, I need to just keep my brain uh, completely away from that. Like, I'm just wiping my hands completely of, of that. Of that nonsense, God Almighty! I remember when Deucan when showed me that I, I was about ready to lose my mind. When you guys sit and tell me that's Cambro back in prehistoric eternity. I'm like bullshit! You know, <laughs> yeah, there, there's I no way. And like, then that's supposed to be Cambro. like no, 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 no. And so I was glad, so glad when he said that's not supposed to be Cambro. That's just a modified or the original designer Cambro that they used to, as a fill in yeah, original. Yeah. Yeah, God, I I was I was about ready to lose my mind over that, and then Val Staples comes out and says, "Do your research, Tom." Like the world is turning against me here.
1: Yeah, it, that was one episode. He looked like he was snapping. He's like, "No, I can't believe this. No, this is not happening. He was just out of his mind. He was he was really kind of almost. I have him. that episode
0: have- memorized from beginning to end. To be told that that was Canberra, I was but just give me a glass bottle, and just break yep. it over to the table. I mean, I'm ready to go back alley brawl right he now.
1: almost had a joe moment where he's like the podcast's over he's almost ready to flip the table he was that close he was almost that close but he was he was quoting that he kept saying i know this from beginning to end i know everything this is not possible but then when he understood the context of what you meant then he's like oh okay i understand that because yes, then the I, I
0: yeah, do and pulled me from the ledge because i was about ready to jump i, let, I don't you know go. anything about he Man anymore
1: Right. But, um, okay. Well, buddy, like I said, I know it's late for you. We appreciate you so much. joining us and giving us all the information about the behind the scenes stuff and about the progress of the return of Faker. And like you said, you know, we might have a year, you never know, maybe it'll be a little less, maybe it might be a little longer. I guess we'll just have to wait and see, but either way, it's going to be well worth it when it does come out. And again, th- first thanks everybody else in the chat room for joining us, but no, thank you, Dusan, for joining us. It's, it's been a pleasure.
0: Yeah. And once again, thank you for having me. Deucin, would you like to come on sometime and do a a commentary for Curse of the Spellstone?
2: Yeah, maybe sometime in the future.
0: All right, cool. So when we get around to that episode, we'll make sure Deucin is on when we we get around to doing a commentary for that episode. Go ahead and mark that down, people.
1: There you go. So, all right, well, it's been great. So, again, till next time, have a powerful day.
0: You give trivia time. Like, go ahead, do do a quote, do a, uh, quote. Well, I do a quote. Because we're, I'm I'm off kilter. You didn't do any kind of build up. You didn't do any kind of plugging or anything like that. You just kind of. i feel like I'm. All right, give me a second here. I ha- I even had one the other day. Uh, oh, good grief! Hang on a second. Just give me a moment. That's fine. You go ahead. I'm not
1: going to get it anyways. But I mean, it's always worth a shot.
0: Oh. Um. Oh. Okay. Very good. But brick not hit back
1: oh well, there you go that's gotta be uh, oh yeah yeah brick yeah blood sport yeah it wasn't bored. I was like wait I thought he said bored, but yeah brick yeah that's oh that's Chong Li I love that okay yeah. blood sport
0: alright
1: oh. right, there you go see you guys next time
0: alright later guys see you, bud